0: Well, maybe we can move on to the second question. If that's okay. Um, how do we as Christians respond to the protests or the, even the social unrest going on around the country? Uh, especially, how do we respond to our family and our family members and our friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a quite a question. I think we'll I think we'll pass it to Paul maybe to to respond. You
1: know. Yeah, I, I was thrown under the bus for this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but anyway, I think uh, I really like the way we're handling this and, and we're, we're responding to questions in the way of fellowship and we don't have answers so to speak, but we just would fellowship with you something from our realization or, or, or maybe some experience. And uh, well, I think just to say something to respond in a, in a simple way, um, as, a, as a believer, as a Christian, uh, we have to have some kind of very important, and I would say basic realizations. And one realization we would have as a Christian is that when we were regenerated or born anew or born again, we, we received another life. And when we receive this other life, uh, that life is uh, is a kingdom. We got brought into another kingdom. So with the life uh, came the, the kingdom. And it's it's another realm. We're not not uh we're not in this realm you know last night by this realm, i mean the, the present age last night i was kind of reading some stuff on my phone and i was talking about uh you know the amish and they are dear dear believers but somewhat their understanding is that they're totally separate from the world so they have these communities and so forth but um but actually the lord told us that we're still in the world and in the world, there's a lot of things. We're not of the world, but we're in the world. So there's a lot of things that go on in the world that are, are wrong, that are unrighteous, that are unjust. So how do we, these Christians who were reborn and who really are practically, we really are in another kingdom, kingdom of, of the sun, how do we respond to these things that we see and that sometimes make us uh, feel, uh, yeah, I mean they're unjust. They're maybe wrong, so on and so forth. Um, well, I think uh, in a simple way to our friends and our relatives, I, I would say that we acknowledge. You can't say that uh, certain things, certain events that have happened, uh, this is right, or uh, well, who cares? Because I'm a Christian. I don't. I don't care about that. I don't think about that. I think if you say that kind of thing, if the persons you're talking to are unbelievers. They'll say, you know, you Christians are, are callous people. I don't want to be yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, we realize, we recognize, yes, there may be injustice. Yes, that's right. That is terrible. But what's my response? So I might say, well, my response is to say, yes, I realize that. But I also realize that through my own personal experience, I've, I don't have that much trust in, 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 in men. And all of these problems are brought about by, by men. So recently, in light of all these things, there's, there's a few verses have been a real help to me. And uh, they're from Jeremiah 17. And verse 5 says, Thus says Jehovah, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his arm and whose heart turns away from Jehovah. Okay. But then verse 7 says, blessed is the man who trusts in Jehovah and whose trust Jehovah is. Okay. And then verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things. It's incurable who can know it. Okay. Then in verse 14, it says, heal me, O Jehovah, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved. Okay. So, I bring up these verses to simply say that, you know, men have tried to solve men's problems since the beginning, and no man has ever solved any other man's problem, ever. So we shouldn't trust in man to solve man's problems. It doesn't mean that that those problems aren't real, they're not genuine, they're not actually painful to watch or to, to observe, they are. But I realized, I can't solve that. Yeah. But what I realize is, if the Lord would have mercy on us, we realize we need to trust in Jehovah. We need to trust in Him, because He is the one who, through our growth and so forth, in, in him, he's bringing in another kingdom. okay? And when he comes back eventually, he's going to solve all the problems. Listen, His second coming will solve every problem. When Jesus was on the earth, the jews he came to the jews initially they were under an imperial power the romans so somewhat his disciples were under the, the thought that when he talked about the kingdom he thought he was they thought he was coming to overthrow the sort of uh tyrannical imperial yeah. sorry Im- imperial uh domination of the roman empire but that's not he was talk that's not what he was talking about he was talking about imparting himself as life into man. That was the kingdom that no one had ever seen and then living by this life. Okay, so my point is, we trust in the life that has been put into us and we're still living in the world and a lot of bad stuff, wrong stuff, unjust stuff is happening around us. But our trust is not in in trying to solve those things, but in, in trusting in the life that's in us that eventually as we grow and mature, the Lord will come back. And when he comes back, he will resolve all the, the problems, okay? Anyway, sorry to take a long time. There's a lot to say, but in a simple way, the things that happen, they're there. We're, we don't, we're not ostriches. We don't stick our head in the sand. We say, no, we, I'm a Christian. It, it's not happening. No, we realize, yes, it's there. But we also realize we trust in the Lord. We trust in Jehovah, and we realize that he, actually he's the one who can solve all the problems, okay? Okay.
2: Okay, I wanted to just respond to Paul's uh, comments. I, I thought they were wonderful, especially this matter of the life that comes into us is a kingdom life. Mm. And I just wanna give a little short testimony of my experience in the, in, in, when I was in college. You have to realize that in those days, they were similar to what it was like now in that mm. um, there was a lot of unrest and social unrest there was a lot of things that were going on that no one really liked in fact there was a lot of uh, a lot of I would say just lawlessness going on you know uh, Robert F Kennedy he had been assassinated uh, Martin Luther a King he was assassinated um, then there were the the riots in Watts in in the Watts uh, area mm-hmm. in LA. Mm -hmm. The Vietnam War was going on in a war that no one understood. 50,000 American young young men and women were killed. Once we went to high school with, they went off to war and they came back not alive. So there was something in all of us rising up to overthrow the government. And of course it was the age of the hippies where peace and love and all that was was a, a desire of everyone. But there was also something in us to just, we need a new government. <laughs> you know, we've got to right. stop the war. So there was a lot of unrest. And uh, I was involved in, 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 at that time, I was not with the Lord, and I was on the bandwagon. And I was trying to get someone nominated that was a liberal, um, uh, independent, as governor of the state of Texas. It was a woman. And I was making signs and so forth, going to rallies. But I, nothing could change. It didn't happen. That will not change the world situation. Uh, shortly after that, in my seeking, I came to see the kingdom life. It was the mm. church life Absolutely. where the life of God was being expressed. Right. And I came into a scene where the Lord was doing something that solved all the problems. I saw it right before my eyes. All the different races, all the different uh, uh, levels of life, wow. uh, everyone there loving one another, living in oneness, caring for one another. It was a beautiful, beautiful scene. I, I had never seen it. You see this. Anyway, I, this is what the Lord wants to, wants to do to this very day. And I would say, as a Christian, we should all have this desire. We want to bring in another kingdom. We want another kind of rule. We don't agree with this, but we fight a different way. Yeah. And I would say we're very active. We yeah. want to build up the church right. as the body of Christ
1: Amen.
2: to be his bride and for him to come back. That's right. We can hasten that day.
1: Yes. That's,
2: that's we can hasten it. That's
1: right.
2: And he can bring in righteousness on this earth.
1: Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh, he will do this. And we get to give our lives for this. Amen. Build up your kingdom. Uh, get the reality of the kingdom of the heavens on this earth now and come back, Lord.
1: That's right. We're
2: praying for that. We're building the church this way. We want the Lord to come back and deal with all this. Amen. We're passive. We are not passive.
1: Not passive.
2: Amen. That's all I have to
1: say. Sorry, I'm getting too stirred up. (laughs) I don't know why he threw me under the bus. He should have been fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) We want the kingdom to come. That's right. Kingdom come. And the church, listen, the church yeah. is a new man. Every man I read in the, the verses in Jeremiah, listen, it's incurable. God's word says the condition of the heart of man, it's incurable. Yeah. But when God comes in, he can, he can change our heart, right? He can, it says, heal me, verse 14 of Jeremiah 17, heal me and I will be healed. So that mm. life that comes in is the healing life. Yeah. Um, that life that comes in is the changing life right um uh, so yeah. it's it's a life that can cause man to love his fellow man That's really right. it can really yeah. cause not really. tolerate everybody's talking about toleration but well, yeah. toleration is not love no but but there's there's a life that that can that can love anybody and everybody right wow. and that and that can and that anyway i don't know i just appreciate this kind of fellowship so our hope is not in in a man or men, I'm by men, I mean people, because the Lord's words, if you believe the Lord's word, it says it's incurable, it, it, mm, you no. can't fix it. But this life came in, and this life is making us the ones who can bring in the kingdom. So, anyway, we can spend a long time on this, but just I don't know, wonderful this wonderful fellowship. Wow. Uh, so, how do we respond? Um, I think. On the one hand, we acknowledge, yes, there's a lot of wrong. There's um, things we don't agree with, but, but we're actively building up another kingdom. Yes, hmm. and That kingdom is called a number of things in the Bible. It's called the church. It's called the new man. Wow. <laughs> it's called the body of Christ. All of those refer to the same entity, which actually is going to solve, not put a Band-Aid on but it's going to solve and resolve every human problem. So we put our hope and our trust in that, and we are the most vigorous activists that the earth has ever known. We're gonna bring in a new kingdom. Wow,
0: wow. I don't know about you, I just, even in your speaking, I just sense there is not indifference, absolutely not. There is a realization. We're actively moving forward, we're seeking to bring in the real the real solution which involves christ in his second coming and maybe just to add on just a small little portion to this is considering these matters the lord just reminded me of matthew 5 3 um you know i appreciated uh, both ken and paul speaking about this matter of the kingdom of the lord coming to establish his kingdom but even currently this seed this kingdom seed is within us that's um, right but matthew 5 3 says blessed are the poor in spirit for mm-hmm. theirs is the kingdom, kingdom of the heavens that's this is right. the beginning when we come yes. poor in spirit which means we just we come unloaded to the lord we say lord mm-hmm. we may have a lot of thoughts okay but this will solve this will solve right,
1: right, well, right
0: well we can come to the lord and say lord what's your feeling i just i come mm-hmm. emptied unloaded what is your feeling mm-hmm. and it says There's spirit. is the kingdom and that's a person right, yeah. the person comes in the response in verse four i've been very touched with it, it says blessed are those who mourn Mm. For they shall be comforted if Mm. we come to the lord and realize lord i just what is your feeling about this what is your sensation our response will actually be to mourn we mourn for the present situation Mm. we realize Mm. that that the earth is is against the lord it's it's Mm. moving in an opposite direction but it says Mm. for they but they shall be comforted our real comfort is when the Lord not only is growing in us, but ultimately when he comes to also establish amen. his kingdom. So I just
1: appreciated Wonderful. all the fellowship. We are
0: active and moving towards uh, bringing in the Lord's coming and his kingdom. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, amen. I do you all feel like this is okay for this question for now?
2: Yeah. yeah? I okay. did have one th- one thought yes. <laughs> <That's> in <laughs> Hebrews re- regarding the Lord Jesus, who is the life that's come into us. Yeah. It says he loved righteousness yes. and hated lawlessness. Lawless. Yeah. Wow. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed him with the yeah. oil of exalted joy. The life that has come in us really does hate uh, lawlessness and loves righteousness. Right. That's, right. That's what he produces in the church, mm. in reality, not mm. just in an outward way, but in reality. This is what wow. he's after. and that's what will eventually fill the whole earth is righteousness yes and uh anyway this is what the lord wants and this is what he will get we we have a lot of feeling like the lord does about the things going on it makes us want the lord to come more than ever amen wonderful wonderful